Welcome back it's... to another episode of As the Garden Grows. Welcome, welcome. We're back in this garden, baby. We are. We're here. We're here. It's a beautiful sunny day. Spring has sprung. Mm-hmm. So let's get into it. We're going to start with a little <laughs> off topic. We're going to go right off topic. Cool. Veer this train off the course immediately. And we're going to talk about the little one minute and 30 second preview that we got of Thor Love and Thunder. Uh, super fun. You know we're Marvel girls. We are. <laughs> Above all else. Big time. Big time. This girl uh, right here, she's on the the Reddits all day long. I, I do get on the Reddits. <laughs> I do. Day in and day out. I'm not going to lie. I like to see what they say. I like to get into Marvel spoilers, yep, um, Easter eggs, mm-hmm. like all of People's that. theories, fan yeah. theories. Oh, yeah. I love fan theory. theories. Yeah, I love fan theories. I will definitely read that chat. 100%. So. And sometimes take it as fact and misremember, and I'll be like, yes. no, this is what's happening. Yeah, here. I'm like, like no, this simply is what's that's going to happen. I'm like, that's, my sweet child. Yeah, 100%. So yeah, but I loved it. Oh my god, guys! First of all, we've been waiting forever to set a set a record for the closest time to the movie coming out that we still haven't gotten a trailer, and yeah. we still haven't. I mean, this was a teaser, this very was clearly. A teaser, yeah, for sure. Very it clearly. was literally like a teasing energy of it, to it. There was n- there was no way to really extract any like details of plot or yeah. anything. Like it was just like little flashes. I'll say I was expecting yeah, it to be like sure. outright like funnier, like because mm-hmm. especially coming off Ragnarok, that's my favorite Marvel movie mm. ever. Mm. I just think it's like the best and it so is. like just so funny good. and good. Mm-hmm. And so I kind of did expect what we saw first to be, like, funnier. Like, this was definitely more of, like, it felt like an epic that we're going on. You know what I mean? Like, an adventure. Like, I didn't... And obviously we are. Like, it wasn't just going to be, like... Well, yeah, but I did think it was pretty goofy. It Yeah. It definitely was. There were definitely so many goofy ones. Yeah, so many, which I loved. I can't wait. I think it's going to be great. And it just looks like it's going to be, like, super cool. Like, a good, like, a feel-good, very feel-good film. We see just the back of Zeus's head. Yeah. That's exciting. We never even saw the villain. I was going to say, did we see Gore at Mm -hmm. all? Nope. Yeah. So we still don't know, like, what he's going to look like, Mm -hmm. which is very, like... A hot topic because like he looks so strange in the comics mm-hmm. and it's like hard to imagine how a human's going to yeah like do that, that. yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah who out. knows what they're gonna <laughs> yeah. do marvel is so. crazy so yeah no i'm super excited mm-hmm. i also just think it's like exciting that we're gonna get a more of like a feel-good vibe movie Because we've been getting some really dark things lately. You know, No Way Home was dark. Moon Knight has been pretty dark. And Doctor Strange, I think, presumably, presumably will be be just like a high five and laugh and good time. It definitely won't be. It'll be a good time, but not for Doctor Strange. Probably not for the characters. Yeah. Yeah. So. Wow. Yeah. So now what are your thoughts on um, Jane becoming the mighty Thor as we see teased in in the trailer with the broken... As my girl. You know, like, if I'm keeping it 100, and I tend to. Yeah, especially on our podcast. It'd well, be weird especially if you on our podcast. Yeah, that would be really <laughs> I feel like that, like, the last movie with Jane was Dark World, and mm. it just, like, was not a good movie. Like, Until I the Eternals te- came, it was the worst I was going to say, like, yeah. it literally is one of my least favorite yeah. Marvel movies. So, that being said... I'm not super excited. Yeah, I'm not super excited. But and also I'm not a particularly big Natalie Portman fan. Yeah. I'm not a Natalie Portman not fan. Well, we all have to choose if we're gonna be a black swan or a white swan. And I'm definitely more a Mila Kunis. I you know. For sure. So That's who that was, right? Yeah. Okay, cool, cool. Um 
Yeah, I agree with you. I'm also so, so disturbed that by the photo. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You get a glint of a bicep when she's grabbing the hammer at the end. It really does nothing to compare to this behind this scenes set photo we see of Natalie Portman looking fucking swole. Like, it is crazy. It's just crazy because they caught her in a way yeah, she's very, where she like, literally looks like a meathead. Yeah. <laughs> She's full bra. She's like, her arms are in front of her. She's like, yeah, it's like crazy. So how like, much protein is in that yogurt? You know what I mean? That like, was like the weirdest part of it. Like I was like, this. It almost looked photoshopped. It one hundred percent. It looked like she was wearing those thi- like like body modification like suits like a, like what used to it be a fat weird. suit. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But it w- would be muscles. Swole suit. The swole suit. <laughs> Should we invent it? it cut this out. Weird. I'm <laughs> talking to myself. Cut it out. Um, another idea. Future. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, so just very excited, very excited to get, allegedly we're going to get a full trailer, like, coming soon. I hope so. So I hope so, too. That would be really nice. And just love, we just love our guy Thor. Just love our guy Thor, happy to have him back for another one of his times. Like, he's just the funniest. I agree. Now, I'm less enthused, I'll be honest, to see the... Some of the Guardians of the Galaxy, for mm. example, Peter Quill in particular, like I, when that fool ruined their chance of getting Thanos, I was really done with him. When he had to have that emotional outburst, it's like we're not kids; we're trying to save. In real life, he whole... seems like a man child. Yeah, well, yeah. In real life, he seems pretty fucked up. <laughs> pretty fucked up. There's been quite... He seems like not my legend. cup of yeah. tea. <laughs> 100%. That's the nicest way to say it. Definitely not not my cup of tea. Yeah. As well. But, so, yeah. But I am interested to see, like, how we have these characters I'm interested together. to see, yeah, like, what the connection is going to be, like, how long Guardians are even going to be, like, in the movie. Because right. I almost Nebula. have a feeling, like, what we saw is what we get. Well, if you remember from the teaser, there's that moment of, like, Thor staying on the ground with Korg and the Guardian's ship is going away. Yeah. So, like, do you think that happens in the first 10 minutes? And I would say so. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. honestly, that could be fine. Yeah, because I'm sure... They have their own movie Yeah, company. that's exactly what I was thinking. I'm like, they've got And a Christmas special. Mm-hmm. That's true. So, they do have the Christmas special. They're coming. good. They're booked. Booked and busy. Booked and busy as the Guardians of the <laughs> <laughs> They are the guardians of the guy. <laughs> oh my gosh. So yeah, so it's yeah. gonna be great. We'll have definitely a full breakdown after we go see it. Can't wait. Yeah, it's gonna be awesome. Okay, so now shall we get into the topic of the day? Taurus season. Now I know some of you OG fans are thinking, didn't you do a Taurus episode last year? We did. So go check that out as yes. well. If you're looking for more of a fo- well, actually in conjunction, I'm sure they sound great together. Yeah, and I think like Go and check out last year's episode on Taurus if you want to know about Taurus and like baseline. Yeah, baseline Taurus and more information. About Taurus, like energy, because we were thinking we were talking for a while about like how are we going to change it this year? We want to still keep talking about astrology, but yeah. we want to just keep doing the same episodes year over after and year. over. Yeah. So for this year, we came up with doing a great thing where we talk about sun sign versus moon sign versus rising. Yeah, and we'll talk about the season a little bit too. And we'll talk about the season. Yeah, exactly. We'll definitely go on tangents as we always do. Yes, we do. But the main. The crux of it is we're going to talk about for each sign, how is the sun sign displayed differently than the moon, than yeah. the rising? Because in general, we know kind of like the parameters, and we'll talk about them before we start the Taurus discussion, but it's kind of interesting to see how each specific sign, like, reveals how it, itself. Like, yeah, 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 for yeah. sure, for sure. Especially in the top three. Yeah, yeah. exactly, yeah. exactly. Mm-hmm. 
And okay, so let's start a general discussion of sun versus moon versus rising. Oh, okay, sure, 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 sure. So our sun. Sun is like you know you think of the sun as like the center, right? We're a sun centric, we're a heliocentric uh, okay. universe. <laughs> Um, so yeah, and so the sun is the center. And so the sun in astrology represents kind of the, the what's at the core of you and, mm. and what you really aspire to show the world and kind of what you, the best of you okay. in a way, because the sun is like, yeah, it's thought of as like the best and what you're, what you have to work towards mm, in this lifetime. Like the vital life force. It, vi- like Cause that's literally what that's what the sun yeah. is, right? The sun is our vital life force. So it's like, what is your vital life force? That's yeah. what your sun sign represents. Like what just literally at the core of you just drives you and you aspire to it. And that's the best of what you yeah, can be like in what this. shines your light like yeah what gets exactly you warm and exactly yeah, exactly oh my god what a great way to think of it yeah okay and then we compare it to our moon moon right so your moon is like it's all about your emotions and it's your emotional self the moon really is the you when nobody's around it's mm. kind of how you think of yourself and how you understand yourself when nobody else is around or nobody else is kind of um influencing you yeah and that is really what your moon represents and i find the moon sign is like the most important you know to to in this in the, in the day and three. age i would say that we are expressing our moon signs quicker then mm. we're expressing our sun sign. So interesting. I think that even though your sun sign says so much about, again, what you're meant to be in this lifetime, your moon often says a lot more about what you are right now. Mm. I love that. Mm-hmm. And I think you kind of speak to, to like societally at large, we are kind of going more inward mm-hmm. than maybe in the past too. Cause mm-hmm. I like that idea of like the moon is showing more cause we are kind of getting more in touch with ourselves. Societally. For sure. And our emotional selves. Yeah, exactly. Cause the moon really does represent our emotional yeah. selves. I love that. Okay. And then the rising or the ascendant mm-hmm. is kind of like, they say that's what strangers might think you are or like the, for the people you don't know as well. Like that kind of be how you, display yourself because it's very physical okay because your rising sign often correlates with your first house and your first house is the house of your body yourself right so it's a very physical a manifestation of the sign and it oftentimes it's very prominent when we're younger okay um, because we're just much more connected to that sign it's in our first house and we're kind of just going through more first house growth as we're younger that's like like if you break the um, houses down they really say the first and second house kind of represent like infants and toddler yeah um if you think about like aries they represent babies and things like that yeah so the first house they it it, uh you display that energy a lot more when you're younger and yes they will say that that's the sign that people really first see when they see you yeah um because it's the very physical part of you that's so interesting i've never like heard or made that connection of it being about such physicality, but that makes so much sense. Yeah. And if, of course, like here in this physical world, that's what people latch yeah. on to first. Yeah. And your rising sign is the, the rising sign, the ascendant. That's the sign that was on the Eastern horizon when you were born, you know, it okay. was like the closest one. And so in the, in astrology, that whole, um, area is really important for like beginning things, new things, initiation. And so that's why your rising sign is so significant, especially in your younger life. Okay. 
Because it's totally a big part it. of the way you're initiated into this lifetime. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense, too, because I've also read, like, here and there about how you kind of, like, shed it as you get older. Is that kind of true? Like, it, or it, you kind of, like, tap yeah, into it less, maybe? It's not that you tap into it less. It's that you're tapping into your other signs more. more. Okay. You're getting more towards your sun sign. You're getting more um, in tune with your feelings. Yeah. And- that makes All sense. Of that, it's like yeah. more of like a shield, the ascendant. Yeah. Yes. The ascendant very much so is a shield. Okay. Mm-hmm. I love that. Okay. So let's get into the specific Taurus of it all. So we happen to have a Taurus sun in the room. Hey. It's your girl. Don't forget to wish her a happy birthday on May 1st. Um, so we know we love our Taurus suns. Yes. So I found this great book. We do. We do. <laughs> we do. We do. Everyone do we? in this room. Uh, well, you, definitely my favorite by a mile. Yeah. <laughs> Taurus can be a tough sign. I'll be the first to admit. I know that Taurus can be one of the harder signs. It's a fixed sign, you yeah. know, so especially for that reason. It can definitely just be a, a tougher energy. It's... Taurus can be very hard to impress. They're very judgmental. You know, again, go back to that last episode from last year if you want to know all about Taurus. But yeah, Taurus can be a tough sign. I know that. It, you know, as can Leo. So we're all, we're in the same boat there. Now, I was... From one fixed sign to another. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We're fixing the belief that we're difficult. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so I have this great book and it's like all aimed at like chart interpretation. Mm -hmm. So it like has like every single thing broken down. It has little like, you know, whatever, little notes about each. So I just took some of those. So some of the ones that were really interesting to me was saying the Taurus sun vitality is rooted in earthly and physical possessions. Yes, yes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean... I would say, yeah, go ahead. I will, I will. No, 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 I, please. Well, I was going to say, like, the mantra for Taurus Sun, I think, is like, greatness is a process or like, greatness takes time. Ooh, okay. And like, a Taurus Sun, because like, you cannot rush a Taurus Sun. Like, that's the thing about Taurus energy. It's like, it, it, it cannot be rushed. No. Beauty, greatness, those things are a process. And there's no sign that can really appreciate the process. Like, well, Earth signs in general, because Capricorn appreciates the process, Virgo appreciates the process, but Taurus appreciates the process, especially when it comes to creating art and things that are beautiful and material, because Taurus likes to feel things and and hold things. That's such a... Um, it's a p- empowering thing for Taurus energy. That's so funny that you say that because one of the things that I wrote down that was very interesting to me was creative expression results in tangible objects or gathered resources. Yeah, that's what it is. It's like Taurus, Tauruses create things. Yeah. They make things. You know what I mean? They don't, we don't just go out and, um, you know, prey on people or say like, oh, this is what's going to happen. It's like, no. We take our hands, we put something together, we make it and we happen. make it happen. And it's a very magical thing when a Taurus is like really doing what they're meant to do physically, like with their hands. Yes. 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 Absolutely. Yeah. That's definitely, I would say like Taurus sons, like those are great um, chefs and like food Business is a people, big, yeah. Entrepreneurs. Yes, entrepreneurs. Because like they can take the time. They will take the time mm-hmm. to build the foundation to make it beautiful and amazing. Like Taurus is a very, very, especially a Taurus son, they're, they can't help but be thoughtful about things. 100%. They can't just like fly by the seat of their pants. They're never going to make an impulsive, stupid decision. No, they, like, like they they'll, they'll regret that. Yeah. They'll really regret making an impulsive decision because they, they want to love things wholly, if that makes sense. Yeah. 
And they want to see the beauty in everything. And that takes time. That Definitely. takes time. You, It's not an instant thing. There's Taurus is not a sign of instant gratification. No. Taurus doesn't trust instant gratification. And But it's so funny because, like, comparing the Earth signs, it's different than Capricorn in saying, like, it's not that it, you have to go through hard things. For no, no, no. To be Taurus is work smarter, like not harder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're definitely work smarter, yeah. not harder. They just will take the time yeah. to think about what is the smarter approach. They're not in a rush to get to the finish line because when they get to the finish line, it's going to be the best motherfucking yes. finish you've ever seen. Yes. It doesn't matter if they were first or last. That's how they're going to finish. I totally agree. And then thinking too, like, I just think of Taurus as such like incredible business people, especially I think of like Candy Burris. I think of incredible entrepreneurs that not only do they create this incredible life and all these resources, but then they are so confident in being um, held secure and yeah. safe by those things yeah. that Candy's always like, I'm never going to be losing my house. Money. You know what I mean? You know like, what I mean? Money, assets, mm-hmm. resources. So they that that is a big thing um but especially with the sun side of it yeah it's really about understanding the greatness and how that takes time like just being willing to take that time where some yeah. signs are like like an aries even aries is like go 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 yeah and we were saying last season like aries will start something but they don't necessarily need to finish it that's not a taurus at all a Taurus needs to finish what they started. In yeah. fact, they need to start things with the knowing that they will be able to finish them. I was going to say, they probably only started because they know they it's know they be can finish. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. They're definitely not as good as just trying it. Yeah. They're like, no, I got to know that I'm going to succeed at yeah. this. They, it's, it's, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I thought it's so funny too because we always think of, or at least in society, it's portrayed about stubbornness with Taurus, but that yeah. actually didn't come up in the sun. What came up, kind of a spin on it, was expression of individuality can be hindered by hesitation and reluctance to change. Yeah. So it's more about not getting to express you as a, because of this. Well, you know here's what, I mean? what I'll like, say about a Taurus. They are very um, proud. It's it's a very mm-hmm. proud energy, right? So like. If they can't express themselves the way that they want to do it, well, then they won't do it at all. Got it. They don't need... That's the thing about a Taurus. They don't need to be seen just to be seen. Got it. If you're not going to see them in the way they want to be seen, then they don't want to be seen at all. And so that's where I think the stubbornness comes in and that stubborn energy with the sun sign because... They're stubborn in in a sense of like, they, they know how they want things done. And if they have an expectation of a way that something needs to be done, it really does need to be done that way in order for them to be satisfied. Yeah. Otherwise, they just simply won't be satisfied. Right. Unless you can somehow impress them and show them a better way. But that's like so rare. Yeah. Like, don't spend your time trying to impress a tourist. I wouldn't. I wouldn't waste <laughs> your time because, yeah, they'll probably son. just be annoyed by that. Yeah. No, not a tourist son. No, not a tourist son. That is Maybe so a tourist rising, but no. Okay, that's what I got for the sun. Do you have anything yeah. for the no, sun? No, I think that was all. I? Yeah, no, yeah. I think for me, like I said, the, the mantra for the, a Taurus sun is like greatness is a process or like yeah. I trust the process or that's really what they're working on in life is like finding that balance between success and process, doing the, the work to get there. Yeah. And knowing like when to take a step back and be like, okay, you've done something. Yeah. Here, you know, that makes sense. Um, okay, so moving on to the moon, mm-hmm. almost every single note was about moving slowly. Almost everything was about taking time, reflecting. Well, Taurus slowly. is the sign of like naps. The moon is exalted in Taurus. 
So that is also very beautiful because the moon is obviously in an exalted expression in Taurus. So it's all about, yes, super, you know, taking things slow and just really feeling it, feeling all the feels kind of, which is obviously very Cancerian. But what I will say about the moon in Taurus is that I think the mantra there would be like security, security, Mm -hmm. security. There is a a deep appreciation and understanding and constant about security when you have a moon in Taurus. You've you've got to have it. You have got to have security. It is so important for a a Taurus moon to have stability and security in their life, to have constancy, consistency. Like they have to have those things or else they will feel so unsafe. Yes. Oh my gosh, that's so funny. One of the notes I wrote that was so interesting to me was security in unchanging, predictable situations. Period. Like Taurus moons, they want to watch the same shows over again. You know what I mean? Taurus moons, that's the the part where the more traditional sense of stubbornness, like a, a real stubbornness to change things they have like almost this like to like it's almost to their detriment like Taurus moons this can be really tough they'll just keep things the same just to keep them they're just they're just too comfortable sometimes just truly resistant to any change they just get overly comfortable that's what happens when something is exalted like it can get over Indulgent, indulgent in that area, uh, and that's that can sometimes happen with the Taurus moon is that they will get overindulgent in just comfort, comfort, naps, yeah, and snacks. just and like don't get me wrong, Taurus energy, big nap energy, big. Yeah. Oh, you did work, take a rest. You know what I yeah. mean? It, it's and a balance wrong between with that, by the way. The, Taurus is is also constantly working on the balance between work and rest, right? And like I was saying, working smarter, not harder. Yeah. You know, that's a big thing. But when your moon is in Taurus, you are in this one way super empowered and super, um, you know, connected with the moon, which is really dope. But then in another way, you can just kind of get lost in it and really lost in your emotions and just really stuck on them. You know, Taurus moons can be very sad girls. Okay. Yeah. Got it. You can just be so sad sometimes. And just, it's almost like you're just in the sadness. Yeah. And you know there's people that love the sadness. Yeah, there, there are. There could be listeners. And if that's you, that's great. And it works for you, it's great. But also know that, you know, sadness is just one part of it. And there's, and and like, I often sometimes think people get attracted to the sadness in mm-hmm. a Taurus because um, they, they manifest it so beautifully. Yeah. They still, even in their sadness, can manifest it beautifully. Yeah. And they can, and, and that's part of the way in which they become so comfortable there. And and such a mainstay there because other people will. The thing is, other people are very comforted by the presence of a Taurus moon. Okay. Very, very comforted. What do you think it is? I think it's just that deep understanding of emotions yeah. that a Taurus moon has. They yeah. inherently understand emotions on a deep, deep level yeah. that oh, not so everybody gets. But again, the moon is exalted. Yeah. So... People are very comforted by the presence of a Taurus moon, and I think a Taurus moon can use that sometimes, and it, it, it can be kind of manipulative yeah. because, you know, they can just get kind of stuck with people, someone mm. or people, a partner or whatever, yeah, and, and you yeah, in like toxic patterns yeah. kind of, but they, they stay comforted because that Taurus moon will know kind of just enough to keep that other person there yeah 
Oh, that's tricky. And they'll feel comfortable enough to stay because, again, they just get so comfortable in a situation, they just don't want to leave it. Too Makes me really wonder if I know any tourist moons. I'll have to look at my co-star. Now, a note that I took that was very intriguing to me. Comfortable with all sensual stimuli. Mm, for sure. First of all, put it on my gravestone. They love to have sex. I love that. Yeah. Love the phrase sexual, sensual stimuli. Yeah. Well, that's what I was, it, like, it's more, it's not just about sex. Yeah, no. With that, Taurus energy in general. Making. It's Ugh, about so sensuality. Sorry. Yeah. 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 No, it is. It's, and it is. That's Erotic all Taurus. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, Taurus, wow. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, those. Tantric lovemaking. Definitely some tantric shit. <laughs> but, like, yeah, all of that. Like, that's so Taurus energy, like, big time. You know what I mean? Because yeah. they just, like, it's all about the sense. Like, that's the side of Venus that is ruled by Taurus, like, sensuality. Mm. Big time. Like, they just, and that's, like, the. They, everything is just like, yeah, connected to that like kundalini yeah. aspect, just like the awakening of, yeah, that, <laughs> literally, that a little is. Kit. That um, really is that some is Taurus shit, yeah, for sure. For do you know sure. any Taurus moons um, offhand? I think I do know a couple. No need to name check them. I was just curious because <laughs> now I'm thinking like, I don't know if I have any experience with a Taurus moon. Someone um, I just feels so comfy around. I'd be curious. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if you know them. Yeah, interesting. Yeah. Okay. So, shall we move to the rising? Yeah, let's move to the rising. Okay, cool. So, in my notes, I it, first of all, it was interesting to me because it said specifically for the rising that the Venus sign determines very strongly how ambitious this person is. Mm. And I just thought that was interesting because, it, you know, that... No, wasn't given for either of the other two. So, what do you think that is? I, I, I do actually agree with that. Yeah. Um, and what I will say is that just in general with your rising sign, you are, you should always see what's impacting your rising sign, which whatever the ruler of that sign is, whatever planet that's, um, not planet, whatever sign that that planet is in, um, that's going to impact your rising sign for sure. So there's always that connection. So I understand why astrologers will make that connection. What I think is that I think a Taurus rising is very motivated by beautiful things. Mm, mm -hmm. I think they're motivated always by the beauty in things. Yeah. And so where their Venus is will be a kind of sure line of like, this motivates you. Okay. You know what I mean? That makes sense. So like if they have their Venus in, you know, the fifth house art. You know what I yeah. mean? Is going to be That's a big be motivator. Motivation. Yeah. Or if their Venus is in Leo, like, yeah. art is going to be a big energy for them. And that's going to be a big motivator, beautiful things like things like that. Yeah. Because Venus, because a Taurus rising is very motivated by, you know, material things, but beautiful material things. They want the big house. They want the nice car. Yeah. They are um, very materialistic. Definitely. Yeah. They're they're motivated by all those things. Money. Money is big for them. They have to have money outwardly. Yeah. Um, whereas, like, some Taurus energy, like a Taurus sun, like, again, going with the whole, like, greatness is a process, like, they can wait and they can build. Mm. But a Taurus rising, like, they really want to show it. Interesting. Yeah. Very they're a little bit more of a showy sign. Um, 
Yeah. Rising always manifests very differently yeah. than the sun and the moon. Oh my God. 100%. Like sun and the moon kind of can overlap a little bit. Rising will always manifest very differently. Yeah. Because it really is so much more about the physical. So with Taurus, yeah. and with Taurus being such a physical sign, a Taurus rising, like, like they might even be like bigger people. Mm, you know what yeah, I'm saying? Like definitely. physically bigger, just because like they what? eat a lot, probably. Like yeah. it's they they like literally carry more weight. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like because they oh, they they sense. want things. Like yeah. that's important for a Taurus. Yeah, 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 yeah. One of my notes was methodical, controlled, and very measured movements. So that's like kind of like the same thing. Like very much like, you know, really in control. Really uh, control uh, yep. of the presence of the image. Um, how people, yeah, perceive, perceive them. Mm-hmm. Yep, yeah. That's like something that like a Taurus rising is much more aware of. Yeah. Like I always like joke around about how like dirty feet, that's a sign of a Taurus. Because like we're just <laughs> always like walking in the dirt and stuff. But like a Taurus rising, like not so much. Like they're much more like <laughs> aesthetically, yeah, like. Like they're much more like aesthetically like put together, I would say. It's interesting that you say that too, because in terms of like how they manifest differently, that um in my book it was like really don't rush a Taurus rising. No, like all three of that, them do not yeah, rush yeah, yeah, a yeah. Taurus rising. Like that's a sign that takes probably like two hours to like do their makeup oh or something. God, yeah. Like or just get ready. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, one hundred percent. They're your friend that's like four hours Yeah. Late. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Oh my god, that's so interesting. For sure, for sure. Yeah, no. I mean, no Taurus should be rushed to be honest with you right. in any way, but you know, a lot of times when you try to rush a Taurus in whatever way that you're doing it, they will that's where they'll kind of get you. Yeah. You know. It was, thing, yeah. it was also interesting because they were saying um that rising the rising is the most that needs to enjoy everything they do. Yeah. So, like, of the three. Like, they're the ones who really need to, like, take the naps every day. Yeah. Yeah. And I think they aren't easily... I think a Taurus, Sun, and Moon are probably both really good at saying, I don't love this now, but it's going to make me money. It's going to get me to where I need to be. They're also more, like, chill. Yeah. Like, a Taurus Moon is very chill. Yeah. 100%. Like, that's a chill ass bitch. Yeah. Like... She is just trying to smoke some weed, go see, like, a fucking country music show or something. You know what I mean? Like, seriously, that's what I see, like, a Taurus moon doing. Just, like, chilling out. That's why other people, again, are so comforted by their presence. Yeah, that makes sense. Because they just know how to relax. But I definitely think a a Taurus rising is, like, they're much more... um, What's the word that I'm looking for? To your point, controlled. Definitely controlled. I also think they move the fastest, probably yeah, of the three. Of the three, you know, like I would definitely say so. So that's very interesting to see. They're more too. of that bullish, yeah, kind of energy, and they get heated. Like all Taurus, when they when they're about to rash on you, I'm so sorry for you in every way. But I think a Taurus all rising right, too, yeah. is like the quickest to get. Yeah. To get there. To get there. They say, too, like, a lot of times, I don't know if we've talked about this before, but they say, like, a lot of the negative traits that are associated with the sign are a lot of times from rising. Mm. So it's, like, when you think of the pig head, the stubbornness, the locking of the bull's horns, yeah. like, that is kind of more It comes out as a Taurus rising. Yeah, because it comes out quicker in yeah. a rising, yeah. with yeah. the rising and more, manifestation. Like, strangers yeah, will see it. Yeah, just that more makes physical sense. manifestation yeah. of it, yeah. That's yep, so interesting. 100%, yeah. Okay, you have anything else about a rising we should throw no, in? no. Very interesting. Yeah. 
Okay. Yeah. I love it. I love this little Taurus exploration. Yeah, me too. Now, I will say what I do want to talk about a little bit is just this Taurus season. Yeah, what do we got going on this Taurus season? This Taurus season in particular is kind of one for the books because (laughs) the nodes are in Taurus and Scorpio. So we've got the North Node in Taurus. And I was reading something the other day that I really liked. Maybe it was like on Chani's website or something. But it said something about how like the North Node... And especially a North Node in Taurus is like when you go to the grocery store and it's eclipse season. So obviously mm. we're about to get a new moon in eclipse eclipse season. We've got a partial solar eclipse in Taurus. And then I think we have like within the next couple of months, like three Scorpio eclipses coming. Oh, wow. Scorpio. Yeah. So it's going to be a Here we ton. Go. <laughs> you know what I mean? We've got a lot of shit. Yeah, yeah. Coming out, coming up and coming out. But she was like, comparing it, she was like, uh, this transit is like um, going to the grocery store when you're starving. <gasps> no. <laughs> this is the worst frame it's of It's like, mind. yeah, like you're hungry, but you're like, you don't even know what the fuck like you're hungry for. Stung. Yeah. Oh my God. So like Nothing the big worse. energy for this season is like, figure out what you're craving and <sighs> really go after it. Because again, with the nodes being, the North node being in Taurus, like the North node represents also like what we are here to do in this lifetime. Mm. Where the South node is like our past life story and just like the gifts that we're bringing with us from a past life and also the challenges that we're bringing with us from a past life. The North node represents like everything that like we are aspiring to be in this lifetime. Yeah. And so, So with the North Node in Taurus, it's like really that aspiration of working smarter, not Mm. harder, relaxing, enjoying the shit out of life because that's what Taurus really. Eat some good food. Yes, eating good food, like resting, going to the spa. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. All of that. Like really, really like connecting with the earth and just loving on the earth and and experiencing that unconditional love. Yeah. Um, And so this Taurus season, we've got, you know, um, we've got the the eclipses coming up. We've also got a lot because there's like the sun is going to be in Taurus. Obviously, Mercury is in Taurus right now, um, where it will be for the next couple weeks. And then um, we have Uranus in Taurus as well. So we have like a stellium in Taurus already. And then also Mercury is going to retrograde. Now this year, as you know, the retro the Mercury retrogrades are starting in air signs and then they're retrograding back into the earth signs. Right. So technically it will go retrograde in Gemini, but it's pre-shadow will start obviously in Taurus. Oh, okay. Okay. So like the shadow is already going to start. I think it starts right after the new moon. So it's like the Mercury mm. retrograde shadow, which as you know, for go. us, that's, that's the time. Yeah. yeah. So the shadow starts in this, you know, Taurus season and then the retrograde will start as well. Although Mercury will have gone into Gemini by then, but then it'll come back. But then same time, we have a bunch of stuff going on in Pisces. Like we have another stellium going on over in Pisces. And that is kind of big because Pisces and Taurus sextile each other. Yeah. So they support each other in the sky. They see each other. They support each other. They send good vibes to each other. We've got Jupiter there. We've got Venus there. And we've got Neptune there. Oh, wow. So there's a lot of big energy, yes, around how we're dreaming and manifesting and committing to the things that we love, enjoy. And remember, Venus rules Taurus, and Mm -hmm. it's in Pisces right now where it's exalted with Jupiter and Neptune that both rule Pisces. So there's a lot of big... Oh, no, no, no. This Taurus season can be... magic magical 
it really can, it, it can and should yeah. be a great one. Right. So by all means, you know, like get into Dive it. Dive into yeah, it. Yeah, this Taurus season. Oh, get into that. yourself. Feel yourself. Like, I think there's a lot of like love in the air this Taurus season. There's a lot of opportunity to like recommit to yourself. Yeah. Understand what your joy is and just kind of get, like I said, into it. Yeah, 100%. So I love that. Yeah, you we can really have a great feel that energy season. out too. Like, it's like, yes, of course, like then the Astro New Year starts in Aries, but you really, like, this is spring. Like, yeah. the first day of tour season. When you walked outside, it was like, oh, this feels springy. Totally. Like, we're actually here. Not like we kind of get there for a couple hours and then it's winter. Yeah. Like, it feels like spring now. The greens are so bright totally. and vibrant. And like, like, all the plants are yeah. coming. Like, it's such a beautiful time for, like, eating the good earth, food, eating going good on food. hikes yeah, again. Being outside. Yeah. Oh, it really is. Such a beautiful time of the yeah, year. Yeah, yeah. We definitely have a great tourist season coming up. So I hope everyone will really, like, take it in and enjoy it. Yeah, 100%. Oh. That's so exciting. Okay, so actually perfect because we are now going to get into the star cast. Nice. And we're moving it towards the end of the episode so that you guys have these takeaways like fresh in your mind Mm -hmm. and, you know, you're ready to put them on your calendar if you want to. So we only have a couple transits. So we're talking about the 22nd Friday through the 28th the following Thursday. Mm -hmm. Um, On the 24th on Sunday, um, Mercury in Taurus is square Saturn in Aquarius. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, Mercury Saturn squares. I mean, they happen throughout the year. Yeah. Um, always, I think, just a good time to like get your kind of the way that you're articulating your vision mm. and your your goals and the work that you're doing and what you're really building towards. Like to really notice it because squares are tense aspects okay. and they will always cause a change. Okay. You know? So perhaps we should do like some vision boarding. Yeah. Or just, or even Reflecting. just like, yeah, just like journaling even mm, and just okay. seeing like how the words are kind of coming out yeah. and like, do they really represent what it is that you're trying to build? Oh, okay. I love yeah. that. Check in with yourself a little bit there. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, great. So on the 27th on Wednesday, uh, Venus and Pisces will be conjunct, um, Neptune and Pisces. Yeah, nice. Yeah. That's a really like sweet conjunction mm. that I think we've all kind of been waiting on for a little while. And, you know, it's, it's a little definitely, it can be a little delusional, I think, just okay. because it's Neptune. So you always have to kind of worry about, you know, what's real with Neptune, because not everything always is. But I definitely think it's super dreamy. And I think it's sweet. And, you know, I think like, it's one of those things where one of those days where, you know, you just want to hear sweet things. And, you know, when when you're talking about your future or yourself, you know, hopefully you're just doing it in the best of light. And really just kind of speaking to the beauty I love of that, it finding all. the beauty in yeah, your life, Yeah, in the yourself, beauty in, in your dreams, in, in your, your visions. Oh, I yeah. love that. I love that. And then the following day on Thursday the 28th, um, Mercury and Taurus trines Pluto in Capricorn. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Remind me of the trine. Trines are supportive aspects. Okay, they are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Trines are supportive aspects, and um, obviously trines happen amongst the um, elements. So, you know, when when one planet is in one earth sign, for example, and another planet is in another earth sign, they'll be in a trine. You know, they can be in a loose trine, and then when we get to these aspects, they're a little bit more exact trines where, you know, the degrees are lining up. 
Um, but I think uh, Mercury, you know, Pluto, because that's what we've got, right? A yep. Mercury-Pluto trine. Um, you know, we've just got, like, Pluto's about to go back into retrograde. Yeah. And, you know, for those of us who have, like, our Saturn in, Plu- in uh, Capricorn in the later degrees, like I do, um, and I've just been going through this Pluto conjunction with my Saturn for, for years now, um, and it's it's tough. You know what I mean? I, I, I think that's the thing about Pluto is that, but that's the thing about Pluto, is that <laughs> when Pluto is making a transit in your chart and you're, ha- and you're going through a Pluto kind of a Pluto transit, especially when it's it's the Pluto in the sky move, moving, it's gonna be a while. Yeah, you're you're gonna it's be in it. Yeah, one. it's it's the slowest moving one. You're gonna be in there for a while. It retrogrades at, at, every year, um, and that's why it takes so long for it to move, and it, it stays retrograde for a long time. And so, it just takes just a takes. while. You have to go through it and through it and through it, and you're kind of just like literally in hell for a while. Yeah, and so you know these Pluto. Mercury, you know, any anytime you're getting a supportive aspect with Pluto, I think you just have to take what you can get in mm. that moment and just take Thank it. Yeah. Cuz Pluto also like it doesn't care for supportive aspects. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't. Pluto's like I can be by my Pluto square all day. Yeah. That's Pluto's aspect is squares. Yeah. It just wants to cause tension and create change cuz that's what Pluto that's is what there it's to, here do. to do. Yeah, 100. Someone's got to do it. There you go. Wow. Okay, perfect. So we're yeah. ready for the week. Yay. Shall we close out with a little root to rise? Let's do it. Let's do it. Okay, so my root to rise this week is just simply asking for help. You know, mm. that's one of my biggest things. But in small ways, I have been making strides, and I just want to continue on that path. But that is, like, one of my biggest issues is asking for help. But I'm finding new ways to try to do that, and that's what I'm working on. Yes. You know? I love that for you. Yeah. I do. I really it's do. It's important. Yes, it is important. It definitely is. And I think, especially as you grow, you realize, like, it's part of the process. It's part of the process. You can't do every single thing by yourself. Absolutely. You Absolutely. I think for me, kind of continuing on that vein and also in line with Taurus season, my mantra really is, like, just patience. Mm, mm-hmm. You know, I am... As I'm sure everyone can imagine, constantly battling anxiety. Yeah. <laughs> Situational. And I really know that a big part of my anxiety has to do with the licensing process that we've been going through and just the stress that I constantly, constantly feel about it. And I am just working on being patient. It was Mm -hmm. kind of good just as we were just having this conversation to get reminded that like, yeah, as a Taurus son, that's my journey. My journey is to remember that this greatness that I'm building, it takes time. I was thinking the whole time I was like, oh, thank God I've hitched myself to a candy because this project (laughs) is really going to work out. This is really going to work out. It takes time. It does. But you know, but that's the thing. Like that, I that really resonated with me knowing you reading about the Taurus Sun when it was like, but they take their time because they're one hundred percent sure it's gonna work. They don't do shit that's not gonna work. That's it. That's it. So you can take all the time you want, right? And that's really what I've got to remember yeah. too. Like, because that's what I think the universe is constantly trying to message to me. It's like, don't rush me. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, I can't time. be rushed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And and she's kind of like, and it's on my time. Yeah. <laughs> and she's I'm like, kind of a Taurus moon. I get it. Like, Do not rush me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> can't be. 
So, yeah, you know, I am just trying to embody that patience. I'm yeah. trying to soak up this Taurus sun. Yeah, enjoy every single day. Literally, of this yep. And just um and just be patient and also just super appreciative of, of life. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Well, we'll see you guys. We'll see you soon. Talk to you very soon. Yeah, for sure.